Is it on? It looks like it. What? Are you ever eager to be behind the scenes of your church? To know what Grace's leadership is thinking about, burdened about, or talking about? Maybe the things we're planning for, praying for, and hoping for. Have you ever wondered these things? If so, welcome to the Sweet 201 Podcast, which is your chance to go behind the scenes into the very heart and soul of Grace's leadership team. Thanks for listening. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, friends and family. Welcome to the Sweet 201 Podcast. We are Really grateful that you've chosen to spend your time either biking or running or washing the dishes or mowing the lawn or chasing your kids here with us this afternoon. Uh, Today we're going to do another one of our Ask Pastor Joel segments. This is when we ask a question that we feel has been raised by people in our congregation or that reflects some of the moods and emotions that we feel like are making are, are, are existing in the people in our church. And uh, so I'm going to turn it over to Laurel to present to Joel uh, a question that we feel like reflects something that our church needs to hear from our pastor. Hey guys, it's Laurel. I'm glad that you are here with us today. Um, as we've just been talking, like John said, a question that the three of us get a lot is something that a lot of people say, that just saying, you know, I, I just feel like I'm in a place that I'm struggling. Um, I feel like I'm in a dry season and my faith just isn't quite where I want it to be. I feel stuck and I feel like I can't move forward and I feel frustrated. Um, Joel, what would you say to that person that feels that way? Yeah, well, first of all, I just want to underscore the fact that this is a conversation that I find myself having all week long, just like I know you guys do. Mm-hmm. When people say to me in so many words, like, my faith just isn't nah, <laughs> clicking, working, whatever it is. Absolutely. So the first thing I'd want to say is this person asking this question, I want you to hear me say, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And you're definitely not alone at Grace Fellowship. Mm-hmm. And you're not alone even when it comes to the folks here on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, we yeah. feel these things too. Um. It's helpful for me to think about this like a doctor's visit, okay? So, historically, traditionally, um, pastoral work has been understood as the cure of souls. So, to think of a person's heart and soul, similar to how a doctor would think of someone's physical body. You know, and so, I recently had an ailment. (laughs) I went to the doctor, and uh, the first thing they asked me you know, they, they started asking me some questions like, was there something in particular that occurred to make this, that this happened? Um, They're asking me like background information. So when a person comes to me and says, I just feel like my faith isn't clicking, I want to ask some like questions like that. So for example, I want to know, is there something that happened that suddenly made you start feeling this? Because the truth of the matter is, is the scriptures teach us that sometimes sin can bring about guilt and shame and bring about these difficult struggles. Um, and so sometimes I want to ask directly about that. And majority of the time people are like, well, well no, I, I feel like I'm pursuing godliness and holiness. There's no glaring unconfessed sin. It's just 
I just feel this way. I feel stuck. Yeah. And then the next thing I'd want to say is, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, great. So now let's have that conversation. Um, I think what I would want to say to this is, you know, there's there's really two things. And by the way, both of these ways I'm going to answer this are going to be unsatisfying. <laughs> Just so you know, it's a good time to tell you listeners that um, our faith, Christian faith, really doesn't offer easy answers to complex problems. Yeah. Okay, so how I'm going to answer this is going to be somewhat dissatisfying. Um, but the but the first thing I want to say is, maybe I have three things I want to say to this. Number one, I'd like for you to consider the fact that maybe this is just a normal part of being a human being in a broken and fallen world. Um, I think when you're young, and when you're a young adult in particular, you're learning to grapple with the idea that your life just isn't always shaping up to be everything you'd want it to be. You know, a lot of folks in our church came out of these vibrant college ministry experiences, and now they're just sort of growing into the everyday grind of being an adult. And part of the everyday grind of being an adult is you feel the pressure of the world, you feel the desires of your flesh, you feel the power and presence of evil in your life. And and that can cause your spiritual life to feel discombobulated. Yeah. And I want you to know that that's, that's a normal thing. And because I'm, you know, probably 10 years older than the majority of folks who who are members of Grace Fellowship, I, I can just see a long enough stretch of my life with Christ to see these ups and downs and these comings and goings of these feelings. So I think the first thing I want to say is you might just be normal. Yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> the second thing I want to say is I would want to, with the person, rejoice in the fact that being a Christian is not about a feeling of whatever you're supposed to feel if you're feeling whatever a person's supposed to be feeling if they're feeling close to God. Yeah. One of the great gifts of our faith is that it is about the objective work that a actual person named Jesus, who was God in flesh, came to do for us. And we are invited into this union with him that is solid. No matter how we're feeling about our faith at any given moment. So I'd want to just celebrate the fact that Jesus doesn't fail us. He doesn't leave us no matter how disconnected we might feel from him at any given moment. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> right? The third thing I want to ask is I'd want to say, you know, one of the great gifts of our God is that he is present to us through means. Mm -hmm. This is something we say around grace a lot. Just like God has ends, things he desires to do, he also has means, way he intends to do that. And the means of God's grace that he has given us are things like gathering together with your brothers and sisters in worship, hearing God's word proclaimed, celebrating the work of Jesus at the table, um, bearing one another's burdens, uh, praying for one another, being present in each other's lives. This is kind of how I'm, I'm just describing in this part how, what we do with our home groups. Seeking ways to serve and love 
the other in your life? Like, these are the ways God is present to us. So I'd want to ask the person, are you devoting yourself to the means that God has given by which your faith actually grows? Mm -hmm. I found more often than not, I'd say more often than not, people are feeling stagnant and stuck in their faith and they feel like they somehow have to correct that before they then engage God's means. Mm -hmm. And I would just want to flip that on its head. So I have people say to me, I just been feeling so stagnant and dry. So I just felt like I couldn't come to my home group. Mm -hmm. See how kind of that doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. because coming to your home group is a means God would give you in order to sense his presence because Jesus has promised to be where two or three are gathered in his name. Yeah. So I, I want to just say, have you, are you giving yourself to the, to the means? Now, the third thing, because maybe this person would say, yeah, okay, I get that I'm normal. Yes, I am giving myself to the means. But dang, it still is hard mm-hmm. and it hurts. And in that case, I'd want to say, I know. And, and then I would want to remind us that the Christian life is a waiting life. Mm. So in many ways, I think we have to wait out seasons like this. I think God uses seasons like this to wean us off dependency on like external things to feel things, yeah, but to move us toward true dependency on him i think he grows our faith in these times so i want to encourage you to kind of wait that out and endure that and then i'd also want you to remember in a bigger way that the fullness of christ's presence that we feel and taste and touch and experience is still yet to come for us Mm -hmm. yeah um the apostle paul says that we are already seated with jesus in the heavenly places so what that means is that one day the version of us here that's incomplete will be complete. You know, there is a Joel Busby seated with Jesus in the heavenly places. And the hope of the Christian life is that this Joel Busby sitting here in the suite to one talking to you guys will get to be that Joel Busby in Christ fully one day. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, the scriptures teach, we'll see Jesus' face um, and we won't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, I think what I'd want to say is, is there any glaring sin issue that could be clouding your fellowship with God? Well, no. Well, maybe you're just a normal person. Okay. Are you devoting yourself to the means? I am. Finally, endure. Mm-hmm. Press on and wait. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good word. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that it'll be as unsatisfying as it seems. I think... For me, it can just be discouraging to feel like there's something obvious that I'm missing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think even just the reminder that uh, we are not alone and that we can keep pressing on, uh, and in the end we will find Jesus there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't find that particularly discouraging, but hopeful. Mm-hmm. So thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Is there any advice you would give to one of our members who is trying to be present to a friend who feels this way? Um, whether it's someone in your home group or a spouse or obviously the context of that relationship is different but um, if you're in close relationship with someone who's feeling this kind of apathy or 
disconnection from their spiritual life. What's the best way to be a good friend to that person? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Uh, I would, off the top of my head right here, I'd say two things. Remember your unique calling as a Christian brother or sister to speak the truth in love to a person. So just being able to say to them, hey, um, you're not alone. Hey, I felt that way too. Hey, do you remember that Jesus doesn't fail you? Hey, do you remember that God has means? Hey, do you remember that we have to wait? Like to just be a gentle voice of the truth. Yeah. First. And then the second thing is don't forget and don't underestimate the way in which God can, in the body of Christ, uh, use a particular person to be a particular picture of Christ. You know, in other words, he uses people to offer us his presence. Yeah. So don't, don't forget that maybe you, in your love and faithfulness and endurance and kindness and gentleness and humility, you can actually be a participant and be that means for somebody. So just walk into that calling. Praise the Lord. Well, I think that's a wonderful answer, and I'm really grateful for your wisdom and leadership in these things. Um, I think that's going to do it for today's episode of the Sweet 201 podcast. Uh, If you have any questions that are pressing on your mind or on your soul that you would like to ask to Joel or our team about uh, who Joel or our team are, about what Grace Fellowship is, about the Lord himself and the ways that we have to work out what it means to live wisely and skillfully in this Christian life, we ask that you'd send them our way. We would love to have conversations about those very things here around this table. So we're so grateful you chose to spend your time with us, and we can't wait to see you this time next week on the Sweet 201 podcast. See you guys later. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks, folks, for listening to The Sweet 201. For more information about Grace Fellowship, visit us on the web at gracebham.org. Sweet 201 is produced by the Manifold Group. The creative director and editor of The Sweet 201 is yours truly, Joel Busby. The Sweet 201 is mixed and edited by Laurel Schwears. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon.